Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine, and this is episode 88. A simple thing in life that really brings me joy is my coffee cups. Technically coffee cups. I use them for tea. So I call them tea cups, but so that you can visualize what I'm talking about, mugs, coffee cups. I love them. They're all different. They are beautiful and unique. Some of them are handmade. They make me smile. And one of the parts of my day that is guaranteed to always bring me a little smile is picking my cup for the day. So today I'm in there and there's two that immediately catch my eye. One says happy everything. And the other one has Eeyore on it. And it just says smile. And I'm looking at the two of them. And the one that I decide I want is the one with Eeyore on it. As my hand is reaching for my Eeyore cup, I recalled a positive quote that I had read earlier in the day that said, be joyful always. Be positive continuously. And my heart kind of went, no. So as I'm pouring my tea into my Eeyore cup, which, as we all know, Eeyore is not a happy, joyous, positive individual, I started to reflect on why my reaction to recalling that quote, why I was in the type of mood and frame of mind to pick my Eeyore cup. And the big thing that came up for me is why I do this podcast and why it is called Self-Esteem Truths. Because sometimes the positive messages out there trying to help us can be really destructive. They can really set us back because they're not giving a realistic understanding of what healthy looks like day in and day out over the long term. Part of the problem with this is that you might be way more successful at healing your self-esteem being in a good place than you think you are because you're not meeting these unrealistic expectations of being always joyful and always positive and always happy. Another problem with this is if your focus is on trying to make yourself feel positive or happy, then you're not actually looking at the realities of your situation, not addressing what actually needs your attention and your love and your compassion. And instead, you're being mad at yourself for having a feeling that is realistic in your current circumstances. And not only does that not help your self-esteem and not make your life a healthier life, but it could actually make things much worse. I know this may seem counterintuitive, but sometimes it really makes my heart sad when I'm talking to somebody and they're telling me, I'm just trying to stay positive. But the situation that they're describing to me, the realities of their current circumstances are miserable and painful and hard. And there's so many other helpful places that that person's energy can go instead of spending it on trying to feel positive despite the realities around them. Have you seen the I'm fine meme with the dog sitting at the table with his coffee cup and there's fire all around him and smoke above his head? It just says, I'm fine. That's the image that I get when people are in a really, really difficult place in their life. And they're trying to convince themselves and me that they're just staying positive. Now, don't get me wrong. There is a time and a place for positivity. And having a positive outlook 
is statistically proven to help your odds at getting through whatever it is you're going through. I just want to differentiate between having a positive outlook in the sense that you understand, I can get through this. I can be better after this. This is temporary. Better things are coming in the future. I'm capable of making it through this tough time while still being realistic about the realities around you and what it will take to change your current situation and telling yourself that everything's okay right now or that you should be okay right now. That's the difference I want to make sure that you're aware of and honoring that difference. Part of the reason I love the visual of the dog in the I'm fine meme is because if that dog continues to believe that he's fine, he's going to die. You get that, right? If that dog in that meme continues to believe that he's fine, the smoke's going to get him or the fire's going to get him, but one way or another, he's dead. Now, it might not physically kill you to be trying to convince yourself that you're fine with the smoke and fire raging around you, figuratively, not literally, right? But it's highly likely that it will kill your spirit, your confidence, your self-love, your motivation, your friendships, your self-care. There is a time and a place for I'm fine. Everything's okay. I'm staying positive regardless. There's a time and a place. And that time and a place is when you are in a temporary situation with an already known end date. For example, that last month of pregnancy, there is an end date. Doing the last 10 push-ups in your workout, you're fine. It's just 10 more push-ups. You can do it. The last mile, the last hour at work, being stuck in traffic. There are clear end points, guaranteed end points in these experiences that might feel depressing, uncomfortable, painful, frustrating, anxiety-causing, all the things, but you are fine. The house isn't going to burn down around you. One way or another, this is going to come to an end. You can just wait it out. Where this mentality does not work is when your relationship is unhealthy or abusive, when month after month you're not able to make your bills, when your work environment is toxic, if your health is declining, when the relationship between you and your children is disintegrating. That is not a time or a place for a be joyous always, be positive continuously, I'm fine mentality. You're not fine. That is the point. That's what's calling out for you to address. So we can't just close our eyes or put a blanket over it. This is where it is so incredibly important for you to stop and look at the reality, look at the truth of what you are experiencing, what your soul is calling out for, and figure out what it's going to take to fix this for yourself. Now, you might be asking me right now, yeah, but what about the situations I can't fix? If I look at them, I'll break. So I have to pretend everything's okay so I can survive this. I hear you. I've been there. I absolutely know what you're talking about. To give you a clear picture of how this should go, imagine you've been hurt and you're waiting for the ambulance to arrive. Between getting hurt and the ambulance arriving, hearing those sirens, you're telling yourself, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm okay. I've got this. I'm going to be fine. They're going to take me to the hospital. Everything's going to be okay. Don't look at the wound. You need that in that moment until the ambulance gets there. Once the ambulance gets there, now we address the wound. So in your personal life, if you're having those moments where 
The metaphorical ambulance isn't there yet. There's no way out yet. Okay, for a moment, you can tell yourself, like, I'm fine. I'm going to get through this. And you need to have called 911, metaphorically. My first marriage, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt my marriage was over and I needed to get out at our seven-year mark. At that point, I wasn't working. I did not have any close friends. I had no family anywhere in the state or any adjoining states. My mother had already told me that I could not come home. I didn't have any credit cards. I had minimal access to the bank account, and every penny I spent was monitored. So I couldn't even save money. I was effectively stuck. And so for a bit, my mentality was, I'm fine. I'm okay. Keep my head down and stay in my lane. But I also metaphorically called 911. What I mean by that is, I started making friends. My best friend today I met during that period of my life. I got into counseling. I started getting very serious about my self-care. I was intentionally waiting until my youngest was in kindergarten so that childcare didn't have to be an issue. And then I got a full-time job that provided health insurance. So when my daughter got into kindergarten and I had that job, that was my ambulance showing up. Now I could get out. Now I could really look at how bad the wound was. It took me three years. I separated from my first husband after our 10-year anniversary. In order to mentally and emotionally survive that, I had to acknowledge that I couldn't positivity my way through the situation. I had to acknowledge that I wasn't fine. I had to develop a plan for my exit. And then I had to hold on for three more years. But then I could remind myself that I was fine because there was a definite end point. I knew where my goal was. I knew where my exit moment was. Not every situation is as extreme as that. And certainly some situations are more extreme than that. I just wanted to share with you one of my experiences so that you can see what this looks like in real life when you're being practical and healthy about your approach to this. So even the little things, give yourself a little bit of grace and make sure you're touching base with what is true. Is this something you just need to be positive through or is this something that you need to address? Is this something that making yourself be joyful through is the correct answer? Or is this something else that you need to give yourself permission to feel? You know, today as I was reaching for that Eeyore cup, I wasn't feeling super great. I was not feeling positive and joyful. Maybe it's that fall is here. And even though I love fall, this time of year sometimes makes people feel down. Maybe it's coming down from all the traveling I did this summer and all the excitement finally coming to an end. Maybe there's an area of growth in my personal life that I need to look at. Each of those requires a different approach and a different path to healing. And I won't know what that is until I acknowledge that this is how I feel today and I need to give myself permission to feel that way and the space to investigate that to be curious about what's coming up for me and let whatever that is be real and justifiable and something worth taking seriously, not something to dismiss and just jump back into being joyful and positive. When you do it that way, that's where that true joy can come from deep within you. That's where positivity can become a more natural state of being because it's coming from an authentic place. 
These things should never be a mask that you put on. And no one should ever make you feel like they're the mask you should be wearing. If you're not feeling positive, if you're not feeling joyful, if happy is not in your vocabulary today, that is okay. Your emotions are there for a reason. They are trying to tell you something. And true self-love comes from acknowledging that, looking at that, honoring whatever truth is there, providing clarity for yourself if these emotions are coming from something that is off base, and then providing whatever tools you need to actually genuinely feel better. That might look like cuddling with a pet, taking a nap, calling your best friend, going to your parents' house for dinner, getting a life coach, taking some time off work, putting on some good music, doing an activity you used to love. And it might look like creating an escape plan from your current job, your current relationship, your current town. It might look like cutting some people out of your life, cutting some foods out of your life, talking to your doctor about switching your medications around. Your job as the ultimate caregiver for yourself is to pay attention to what's really going on inside of you and what needs an I'm fine moment or a reset positivity moment and what needs an exit strategy, what needs that metaphorical 911 call. So this podcast is self-esteem truths because the truths are what are going to set you free. What that dog really should be saying in that meme is, this house is burning down around me and I need to get out. What truths do you need to look at in your own life? What mask are you wearing? Because somewhere along the line, you got the very dangerous message that you should just be positive and joyful and fine no matter what's going on around you. Your challenge this week is to be honest and authentic with yourself about what's going on in your life, to give yourself a safe moment to really feel how you're feeling and look into where that's coming from and really consider if you're being healthily positive or artificially positive. Thank you for showing up this week. I hope this was helpful. And as always, I will talk to you next time. Bye.